going on? Welcome to another episode of WFS, The Will Ford Show. I've missed out on a lot of NFL free agency news, some stuff going on in the NBA. Missed out on a lot the last couple of weeks, but needed to hop on tonight because March Madness starts tomorrow. Now, I believe we have the play-in games tonight, but bracket-wise, don't those don't necessarily matter as much. So we're going to fill out a bracket on the show tonight. That's going to be the entire show, filling out a bracket. And college basketball is something that I follow on and off throughout the year usually. But the last couple years, really the last year or two, I feel like I just haven't been into it as much, especially this year. I had tuned into the Big Ten Championship with uh, the Ohio State Buckeyes taking on Illinois. And I think that's one of the few college basketball games that I watched this year. It's been pretty quiet on my end, to say the least. I just haven't really been following it that much. So my knowledge of the men's basketball tournament, the teams that are in, uh, it's not very extensive this year. Now, granted, I don't think anyone's ever really that good at March Madness. Very rarely does anyone make it past the first round. I almost did one time. And when I was in eighth grade, I got all the way through the first round minus one game. And it was Duke versus Mercer. I think a lot of people remember that. And I ended up losing that one game out of the round of 64. And I was one of only a handful. And when I say a handful, it's probably a couple thousand uh, brackets, perfect brackets left in ESPN tournament challenge. So I was red hot and I just remember watching games that whole week on edge and my friends on edge for me because it was definitely stressful uh, making sure I got all those games right. And of course, you know, everybody fills out like 10 brackets and whatever. And I, I probably did, but that was the one that hit and it ended up being really a pretty good bracket aside from the one miss. And then, you know, I missed a couple in later rounds and stuff, but I did a really good job picking. And I think, I don't think there really is a strategy when it comes to March Madness. I think you just have to pick and just, it's like playing the lottery, except harder. I think, I think honestly, you have better odds at winning the lottery than you do at getting a perfect bracket in March Madness. Uh, My dad, ironically enough, actually predicted the championship game and national champion last year and I think he had three out of the four final four teams the rest of the bracket wasn't fantastic but he did a pretty good job predicting the final four and the champion but we're gonna go through this bracket here and see what we got so let's start off in the western part of the bracket and this includes the number one seed Gonzaga we've got Virginia in this end of the bracket, Kansas, Iowa. The Big Ten was really a a pretty competitive conference this year. And Iowa, Ohio State, Michigan, Illinois, four really good teams. But let's start off with Gonzaga, and they're going to take on the winner of either Norfolk State or Appalachian State. I personally, personally believe that Gonzaga is the best team in the country. And only a couple times... Actually, only one time in March Madness history has a 16 seed beat a 1 seed. I don't think it's going to happen this year. 
So we're going to go with Gonzaga. Next up is the eight seed versus the nine seed, Oklahoma taking on Missouri. Right now, Missouri, Missouri started off the year really promising. 12 and 3 or 13 and 3 start to the season and then kind of just fell off down the stretch. Lost six of their last nine games. So they're kind of cold right now. And it's kind of the same for Oklahoma, though. They they finished the season, their last four games, 0 and 4. So both teams are entering a kind of cold. I'm going to go with Oklahoma in this one. I just think they're the more well rounded team offensively and defensively. And for Missouri, I think the guard play has been a little bit inconsistent. So we're going to go with the eight seed moving on to the round of 32. Next up is Creighton, and they're going to take on UC Santa Barbara, five seed versus 12 seed. Now, the five seed versus 12 seed is kind of an interesting one, an interesting matchup. Number 12s have had a lot of success recently against number five seeds. But number five seeds have won 64, roughly 64% of the meetings between these teams. I know it's paying attention to these analytics really means nothing, but I'm kind of feeling upset here. I'm going to go with uh, uh, UC Santa Barbara in this one. Moving on. Next is Virginia versus Ohio. Ohio is a Division II school getting into the dance. Obviously, an Ohio kid, I would love to see. Ohio move on and at least one number 13 seed has beaten a number four seed in 25 of 35 years of the tournament. Um, And they've been pretty close games. A lot of these four versus 13 seeds. So I'm going to go, I'm actually going to go with Ohio in this one and it's going to set up a, a weird looking round of 32 UC Santa Barbara will take on Ohio. We'll get to that matchup later. Uh, USC versus Drake, 11 seed. Uh, Drake is, and USC is a six seed. Uh, I I like USC in this one. Kansas versus East Washington. I'm going to go with Kansas. Oregon versus VCU. VCU has been a tough out in the tourney the last couple of years. A pretty good team. Oregon has five players that average double figures, so I'm going to go with Oregon. I just think anytime you have multiple players scoring in double figures, let alone five. Even if one of them or two of them are off, I mean, I I just think it's going to be hard to stop. And VCU is a good defensive team, but when you have five players that score 10 plus a night, uh, it's just just going to be tough, I think. Uh, Number two, Iowa. uh, Gosh, number two, Iowa, not Iona, uh, versus number 15, Grand Canyon. I'm going to go with Iowa. Iowa has the Big Ten Player of the Year on their squad. I'm going with the two seed. Now we move over to the East. And in the East, the number one seed is Michigan, taking on the 16 seed, Texas Southern. Michigan, I think, is one of the three best teams in the country. I'm going to go with Michigan, plus 16 seeds just never beat one seeds. Number eight seed, LSU, taking on number nine seed, St. Bonaventure. St. Bonaventure is... Really a a good defensive team. LSU can score, but uh, on the inside, uh, they kind of struggle a little bit, especially defensively. And five players for St. Bonaventure scored in double figures this year. So uh, I'm going to go with St. Bonaventure in this one. I think it'll be a close one, but they're going to move on to take on Michigan. Number five seed Colorado taking on Georgetown. Georgetown, 
I don't think anybody gave them a shot to win the Big East this year. I'm going to rock with the Hoyas. Patrick Ewing has done a fantastic job with this team since he took over. Slow kind of building the program, but just a really, really good team this year. They're going to move on. Number four, Florida State versus number 13, UNC Greensboro. I'm going to go with Florida State in this matchup. They'll move on to take on Georgetown now. Uh, BYU taking on the winner of Michigan State and UCLA. BYU's lost six times this year, and they lost three times to Gonzaga. So if you take those games out, they're a 20-3 and team. I think that's just too much to overcome for a Michigan State team that's tough. You know, played Ohio State and some other Big Ten teams pretty close this year. UCLA's all right. I'm going to go with BYU. Texas taking on Aberline Christian. I'm going with Texas. I think they can go pretty far in the tournament. Uh, UConn versus Maryland. Maryland defeated Illinois this season. Granted, it was close, but they beat them by three, and they won the Big Ten Championship. They lost to Michigan a handful of times. Lost to Ohio State by eight. But they're they're a pretty good, pretty good team. And UConn has hit their stride down the stretch. Uh, I'm going to go with Maryland, though. I just think the Big Ten has been a really competitive conference this year, and I think you're going to see a lot of success from a handful of these Big Ten teams. Uh, Next, number two, Alabama. Number 15, Iona. I'm going to go with Alabama. Always tough defensively, a really gritty team. Now over to the south side of the bracket. Uh, Number one, Baylor is going to beat Hartford. North Carolina and Wisconsin. I'm going to pick Wisconsin. Villanova and Winthrop. I like Villanova. Purdue and North Texas. I'm going to go with Purdue. I just, I really, I I feel very strongly about these Big Ten teams. Texas Tech and Utah State. This is a six seed versus an 11 seed. Texas Tech lost to Baylor twice. They lost to Kansas twice. Uh, They beat Texas two out of three times. Beat LSU. and, And if you look at Utah State, they lost to BYU by three, but they did lose to VCU by 16. Utah State is an excellent rebounding team. They're a top 10 rebounding team in the country. They've got a seven-footer in Namias Cueta, averaging 15 and 10. I feel like this is a team that a lot of people are overlooking, potentially. I'm going to go with Utah State. I don't know too much about them, but I'm going to move them on past Texas Tech. Next, Arkansas and Colgate. Is that the toothpaste brand? Um Arkansas is on a hot streak right now, won 12 of 13. They're really hot. That's a really long stretch of games, though, so you almost feel like maybe a letdown is coming. Uh, they, they lost to LSU in the conference semis, so maybe that was their let their letdown. Get refocused. I'm going to go with Arkansas. Don't know too much about Colgate. Florida and Virginia Tech. Now, this one is interesting. Virginia Tech beat Villanova, Villanova, they beat Virginia, beat Clemson, lost to Georgia Tech by 16. Uh, For Florida, they lost to Alabama by 15, lost to Arkansas, barely beat LSU, lost to Missouri by two. Virginia Tech has kind of had it rough recently, though. They've lost five of their last eight, or they had five of their last eight games canceled due to COVID-19, and then two out of the three games they did play, they lost. So that could be tough for them since they haven't really properly played in a couple weeks. 
So because of that, I'm going to give the edge to Florida, even though I think Virginia Tech is probably the better team. Next, Ohio State and Oral Roberts. Ohio State kind of crumbled down the stretch this season. Did make it to the Big Ten Championship, obviously. Still had a great year, but a lot of turnovers late in games, especially against Illinois. But I'm going to go with Ohio State. Illinois versus Drexel now in the Midwest. Illinois for sure. Loyola, uh, Loyola, Chicago. Sister Jean is back. And this team made a pretty deep run a couple years ago, taking on Georgia Tech. I mean, how can you go against Sister Jean? I think she's like 102 years old. Now, Georgia Tech did win the ACC tournament, but Duke ended up pulling out of it. I know Duke is not wasn't that good this year, and obviously they're not in the tournament this year. But I'm going to go with Loyola Chicago. I can't go against Sister Jean. Come on now. Number 5, Tennessee, and number 12, Oregon State. Let's go Tennessee. Oklahoma State, number 4 against number 13, Liberty. Oklahoma State beat Baylor earlier in the year. And so I, I think that's pretty telling. Liberty has won 12 straight games to come into the tournament. I think... I just don't know if that's sustainable. You've won too many games in a row, and I think a letdown is probably inevitable. Going Oak State, San Diego State, and Syracuse. Let's go Syracuse, an 11 seed over a 6 seed. West Virginia and Moorhead State, a 3 seed versus 14 seed. I just don't know if Moorhead State can compete. They lost to Ohio State by 33, lost to Clemson by 15. West Virginia's beaten Kansas. They barely lost to Baylor, barely lost to Gonzaga. Beat Texas. I'm going to go with West Virginia. Clemson and Rutgers. This might be the one Big Ten team that loses. I'm going to go with Clemson over Rutgers here. So I think the only Big Ten team I haven't chosen to move on to the round of 32 is Rutgers. And then lastly in the Midwest, Houston and Cleveland State, 2 versus 15. Cleveland State lost to Ohio State by 6. Lost to Toledo by 9. This could be Upset City. The last time a 15 seed won was in 2016. Mid-Tennessee, Middle Tennessee beat Michigan State. But overall, number two seeds are 132-8. and eight. I'm going to go with Cleveland State here, though. Let's, let's go with the upset. Now we move on to the round of 32. Gonzaga and Oklahoma. I'm going with the Zags. I just think they're the best team right now. Ohio and... UC Santa Barbara. I'm going to go with UC Santa Barbara in this one. Number six, USC, and number three, Kansas. The problem with USC is they're just not a great free throw shooting team, and as you get deeper into the tournament, that matters. I'm going to go with Kansas. USC only has one player that shoots above 70% from the free throw line, so going to go with Kansas there. Oregon and Iowa. Going with Iowa, Michigan, and St. Bonaventure. Let's go Michigan, Georgetown, and Florida State. I see Georgetown moving on here. BYU and Texas. This one is going to be a really good one, especially uh, because these two teams, well, no, they did not play each other this season. I thought they did play each other. I'm going to go with Texas over BYU. I think that one's going to be really, really close, though. Maryland and Alabama. I'm going to go with Alabama. So a two-seed taking on three-seed Alabama and Texas. Baylor and Wisconsin. Now this could be a really good game. Baylor did play Illinois this season. They beat him by 13. Wisconsin lost to Illinois twice. I think Baylor is just 
the better team. Villanova and Purdue. I like Purdue. Utah State and Arkansas. History tells us that it's been pretty even in the last 10 years between three seeds and 11 seeds. Three seeds are 11 and 9 since 2010. 32 and 17 overall. So it's starting to trend towards the 11 seeds. I like Utah State. This is going to be one of my sleeper teams. Number two, Ohio State, and number seven, Florida. Florida lost one of their best players early in the season. So I think, you know, they make it out of the first round easily, but second round against Ohio State, not looking too good for them. So Ohio State's going to move on. Illinois versus Loyola, Chicago. Love Sister Jean, but I don't know about this one. I don't know. The Big Ten has just been so good this year. I like Illinois. Tennessee and Oak State. Let's go with number four, Oak State. I don't really know which team to go with here. Number three, West Virginia. Number 11, Syracuse. Let's go WVU. Number seven, Clemson. And number 15, Cleveland State. This one's tough. I'm going to go with Cleveland State. That's another sleeper team. Now we move on to the Sweet 16. So in my Sweet 16, we have Gonzaga, UC Santa Barbara, Kansas, Iowa, Michigan, Georgetown, Texas, Alabama, Baylor, Purdue, Utah State, Ohio State, Illinois, Oklahoma State, West Virginia, and Cleveland State. A lot of states in there. Back to the West we go. Gonzaga and UC Santa Barbara. Going with the Zags. Iowa and Kansas. I'm going with Iowa. Michigan and Georgetown. This is where Georgetown's run ends. Michigan will win. Texas and Alabama. I like Texas. Baylor and Purdue. Wow, that one. That's a good game. I'm going to go with Purdue. That's tough to... uh, You know what? I don't know. I'm going to go Baylor. Baylor. It doesn't matter. This isn't going to be a perfect bracket anyways. Utah State and Ohio State. Again, I'm gonna pick I'm gonna pick Utah State. This is my this is the team that I feel good about. Illinois and Oak State. Let's go Illinois. And West Virginia and Cleveland State. This is where the road ends for Cleveland State. West Virginia will move on. Now we go to the Elite Eight. Gonzaga, Iowa, Michigan, Texas, Baylor, Utah State, Illinois, and West Virginia. Gonzaga versus Iowa. Gonzaga is competing to go perfect. But Iowa is going to get this dub. Michigan and Texas. Wow. Let's go Michigan, Baylor, and Utah State. Thanks for playing Utah State, but let's go Baylor. Go Bears, Illinois, and West Virginia. West Virginia has... Not so great, kind of shaky inside defense. And uh, Kofi Coburn has been a dominant player. Not a great free-throw shooter, but he's a he's a dominant player for Illinois. So I think that's kind of where Illinois takes advantage. Let's go with the fighting Illini. The final four. We almost never see this, I feel like. I got three number one seeds and a number two seed. Michigan and Iowa. Baylor and Illinois. Wow. This is definitely not going to happen. 
You got the player of the year, Luca Garza for Iowa. Oh, man. I'm going to go with Michigan. I mean, they, they hit a rough patch middle of the season, maybe towards the end of season, end of the season a little bit, but I think they're going to pick it back up and they're going to go all the way to the championship. Baylor and Illinois. Baylor and Illinois did play. Illinois lost by 13. So I'm going to go with Baylor. And we have two one seeds, Michigan and Baylor, for the national championship. Michigan lost to Illinois this year. Baylor's really good. Ah, This is really tough for me. Let's go with Baylor. Let's go with the Baylor Bears to win. And I guess we'll predict the score as well. Um, let's go, oh, I don't know, 71 to 62. Say a nine-point win for Baylor. And the Baylor Bears are my national champion over the Michigan Wolverines. Let's submit that. Beautiful, 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 beautiful. Now, of course, I'm probably going to create like 25 more brackets before tomorrow, but... You know, we'll we'll see what happens. We'll see. Uh, you got you got to maximize those odds. But thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Will Ford Show. A little tournament challenge, trying to predict the national champion, and let's let's see how perfect I can go. Um, make sure you rate and and review the show on iTunes uh, if you enjoy listening to the show. Like and comment on SoundCloud. You can also subscribe on there as well. But definitely re- uh, leave me a review. Uh, send me messages on either Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook. If you have my phone number, text me. I mean, send me uh, your feedback. What do you want to hear on this show? Who do you want me to bring on? And uh, I'll make it happen for you. But good luck in your quest for perfection in March Madness. The first time we've had March Madness in two years. Didn't have it last year, so I'm really excited to watch some games tomorrow. Super exciting time, but in the next episode, I'm going to get caught up on everything that's happened in NFL free agency, as well as some stuff with the NBA trading deadline. We're going to cover that all of that here pretty soon, but enjoy March Madness. Super glad it's back. I got Baylor over Michigan. The Bears are national champions. I'll see you in the next episode. This is WFS, The Will Ford Show.